Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, do not adjust your radio dial. This is the 13 and 34 podcast. This show is not regulated by the FCC, nor should it be. The following noises you're about to hear are not intended to be played in public areas. Listener discretion is advised. Here's your host, John Bond and Coach 34. Welcome to the 13 and 34 podcast. I am your favorite internet personality, Coach 34. Without question. I am here with the legend number 13, John Bond. And it's brought to you by Bulldog Cab. And our man, Blake Scott. Yeah. That's right. And let's follow that Bulldog Cab uh, on Twitter. That's right. Yeah, I'll get you home. And us. And us. 13 13 underscore 34 podcast. I Minus. am at Elite Dog thirty four. There you go. I am at John Bond one three one three. That's thirteen. Thirteen. That's oh, you right. don't know where Blake's at. I don't follow. That's him. okay. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Blake doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> I, yeah, no. He's but, behind the board. But if but right in front of the board, that me. that podcast Twitter that you dropped, yeah, uh, that's pretty important if you're interested in free things. I've heard, or so I've heard, so I've been told. I don't know that for a fact. Working on a swag bag, are we? A swag swag bag. Swag bag. Well, I hear we're working on. Dude, our team's got so much swag, we figured they could give us a little bit. We could put it in a a bag and then give it to somebody else. Yeah. A late Christmas present, early early New Year's Eve present. Yeah, start the New Year off right. That's right. Fantastic. That's right. So they're going to have to follow that Twitter and uh, stay tuned to this show because obviously a little bit later we'll drop. uh, Yeah, we're going to talk a little bowl game and and, uh, and, uh, you follow to the end. Yeah. Can't give it away. Shot at it. Oh, yeah. Mom, Mom always you said you make them through wait. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You got to suffer through <laughs> it. Or fast forward. As long as you're clicking and subscribing, we don't. You know, you don't have to listen. Just download. Exactly. Just download the podcast. Uh well, good deal. Well, it's a uh, big week for us. It is coach. a big week. You know, I mean, it's uh, a, a, a former Heisman Trophy winner that we're yeah. um, that we're playing against. I don't know how many times that happened. You know, I know we played Herschel. But uh, yeah, Bo, you know, played Bo uh, back in the day. But I don't know how many we've we played you know, a few. Oh, Bama sure, had a tailback know. win one. Yeah, yep, or two. Yeah, Ingram. Mark Ingram, sure Derek did. Henry. Yeah, yeah. That was a little dry spell there for a little while. At least, uh, well, I guess in uh, we, were we playing Florida when Werfel? We played times? Tebow. Tebow, there you played go. Tebow, yeah. Tebow would be the last quarterback that we played that was right. a Heisman winner, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Well, uh, Cam Newton disagrees. Yeah, uh, well, he was true. after Tebow, yeah. wasn't he? Yes, he I was. forgot about Cam. Sure, yeah, I try to. Yeah, <laughs> tell you what, he gets a lot of crap, but he probably had the best one year. Oh yeah, of no major question. college oh, football. Absolutely, no question. Yeah, no question. Just one single year. Just yeah, one year. Yeah, of just total. Yeah, you, you just wonder what would have happened if he doesn't steal that laptop at Florida and plays there. Yeah, it would have been completely different. Yeah, like, Inter- oh, yeah. it would have been interesting. He would have played a couple years. Mm-hmm. you think but i yeah. you know but, they weren't they weren't sold on him as a quarterback right. either so that was you know he may have been well he he actually played a few reps at quarterback at florida yeah but he was behind they just didn't Tebow. they didn't see him as i don't think they saw in him what auburn was able to find after he spent two years yeah, well that's a, the deal at a he military academy or well, whatever yeah he went juco i think he sat out then went to a juco for one year he was it just one year one juco year, so he did sit juco. out okay yeah because he did have actually play a few plays of major college football before 2010 okay as a backup at enough Florida. of cam yeah that was enough <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so you gotta you, you yeah, gotta at least enough that. of cecil a court of uh you got a quarterback in lamar jackson that's right pretty much 
He's not bad. He's the, he's in the mold of Nick Fitzgerald. If you look at the stats, they are certainly they they play the game very similarly. The difference is Lamar Jackson is a spin cycle runner as opposed to a run you over runner. He wants to juke and spin and make you miss in space as opposed to Fitzgerald, who's more of a run past you or run over you. Well, this is going to be a test of of good defense versus good offense. Beautiful Bobby and his offense has always been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they're third in the country. Uh, total offense wise, I think they're tenth or eleventh in scoring. All right. So you know we're I think we're tenth in the country in total defense and twenty fifth in scoring defense. Right. Well, it's uh, it's also um, you know we're we're against the odds with all the coaches changes you know this year with bowl games and all oh. the coaches everybody has gotten their ass handed to them that Co- lost. Coach Greg coaches. Knox putting that that record on the line. Yeah, that's right. He's putting that record right. on the line Saturday. He's oh. 0-0. Perfect <laughs> record as a head coach. Yeah. so Never uh, lost. Uh, but it has not looked pretty for the teams that have lost coaching staffs and gone on. Yeah, And, they, and before they left, they had, I thought they had a pretty good shot. There's been some struggle all over. Uh, I watched Missouri last night after losing their offensive coordinator. Yeah. So that's Brian. That was atrocious. That was that, that was awful. They points. made Texas look like the the yeah. defense they used to have under Mac Brown in like the early two thousands. Yeah, they kept starting with those three and outs, and I'm just like, oh my god! And they kept running on second down. I couldn't figure well, out why. Well, the the guy that was calling plays, it was his first yeah. time ever calling oh, plays. But but to be fair, his his players did not help him. Because there were some bad early in the game, there were some bad penalties and drops by Missouri yeah. guys. So, um, and then they finally get moving, and their senior star running back fumbles the ball. So, I mean, it's just you know, it is. Yeah, it was. It, it's from the beginning was bad. And so, when you look at at those situations, there's no doubt that it puts you behind where you need to be. Because I mean, we've got our quarterback coach calling plays on offense, uh, Coach Knox. You know, is going to hit everything up, and he'll do a solid job. But you know, we got grad assistants handling right stuff, and it the offense. I worry a good bit about. I really I, do. I, I do too. I because do too. we actually have a lot of defensive staff left still coaching, and Coach Inglis right. has experience as a coordinator. Well, so we're not totally left in the wilderness there. And as good as as good as Petrino's offense is, and not to take anything away, if there is a side of the ball where you can handle. More times than not, and I know the Orange Bowl is a little bit different, but you were playing a triple option team. But more times than not, It'll if you can, if you can handle, if you, you exactly. if you can handle one side of the ball losing its coordinator, it's the defensive side typically because defense defenders tend to be more instinct players and go after the ball. and And if you've got good stars, you can put them in a decent position to to succeed. Now, the trick plays are going to get you, and you you may not be as precise on your play calls, but you know. I feel better about that side of the ball, I guess, performance-wise, even with playing a Lamar Jackson. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, our our defensive line coach is still intact, and, and, and that's going to be very important when you face a Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no doubt. And that, uh, with the decision-making of, of Sweat, Montez, that uh, I think he's going to show out. Oh, no doubt. You know, the only thing that scares me is he might – Try and overshow out and try and you know and and try and make bigger plays than than he really should you know stay within himself don't don't uh, don't try to get too big stay within know. the scheme yes don't you know don't go out there on a limb by yourself you know stay with the folks and start playing 
some team defense. And, but I think he's going to have a big game. I really do. Yeah, I mean, but it seems at, like he's excited. At the defensive end position, you're not gonna you're not gonna run into a a, a scenario where you have a high chance of like showboating your way out of the game you yeah, know what i mean it's right. not like a no, cor- you're not at a corners position where you can try to go for interceptions the whole time and then you just keep getting burned and burned at the dn position i mean if you're at you know i, right. I don't know you know what i mean it's not I know as big a weakness exactly well yeah but i mean he can't go basically out of control flying up field yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. those type things and i don't think he will because i also think he it's you would see that if he was a going against a Tom Brady style quarterback, where he's not you know as mobile. Yeah. yeah, with Jackson, I think even if you do want to show out, you you have to know as good a player as Sweat is. You he you have to think he knows the way to show out isn't just sprinting up the field against Lamar Jackson yeah. anyway. That's the way right. to get beat yeah. all day because he's going to break down that that running lane. But oh yeah, you got to have some lane integrity and and your inside guys have to play well. You know, we obviously Simmons. He's got to command that double team. Yep. We need Hoyt or Thomas to really basically command a double team as well. And and for their offense, I don't know how, you know, there was talk early that Lamar wasn't going to play, then he was going to play sparingly, then, you know, now he's going to play the whole game. So, I mean, he, so if that was floating around, his heart may not be in it. You know, he may be thinking, I'm fixing to go make a bunch of money. I don't need to do anything crazy. Well, he, he's, I mean, he's I, still – I know he says he's – I don't know. He, he's he, still people are kind of yeah. back and forth on him oh yeah exactly as he's far not as the NFL. going he's not no. going to be a first round pick no I see agree. but see I, agree. I i made the same argument on bo's show um last week and uh one of their i'm not gonna remember who it was um i guess it was one of the louisville louisville insiders um said that lamar had received first round grades from from scouts and now, to me, that's I agree. I was one hundred. I I and personally bidding. I personally oh, yeah. don't. Yeah, my, I personally don't think crazy. Missouri Lamar Jackson is a good NFL quarterback. I don't either. I don't think he will pan out because I don't trust his arm. Now, people say he can throw the ball. I've never seen him throw the ball well enough to be an NFL quarterback. Now, people said the same thing about Dak, and and the, those close to it knew he was better than that. And maybe that's the case with Lamar. Yeah. If you're in, the, if you're there every day, you see that he's better than what. Maybe the system or what he's shown. Exactly. Well, I think some of some of the mindsets changing also. Even though RG three was kind of a bust, you know, he had a good year, but then his body he was smaller. His body didn't hold up and whatnot. You've had you've had guys like Dak come through. You've had uh, Deshaun Watson from Clemson. Yeah, sure. And they they've had some success. So now you're starting to have guys like that have nfl success and those guys in i mean who's the uh uh the guy in indiana that rushed for five and five thousand and fast for oh uh, antoine randall l. l randall l you know i mean he went up there he knew what he was going to be i mean that's what he he uh i mean he knew that turned into a great receiver great receiver great player so i think uh i think the defense is going to play great i think sweat is going to play great. I think all those guys think Simmons. I think they're. I think they're ready. You know, it's just oh, the I offense is a much more. There's a lot more parts to move. Well, you know? and the the defense has their work cut out for oh, them. So they're going to have to be ready because you look at Louisville's offense and, like you said, scoring 39 points a game, putting up um, 250 rushing yards a game and and 310 passing yards a game. So I mean, that's that's a, that's a 550 yards of offense on average type of offense. So 
you got to be on your toes. Yeah, you know you're going to be playing a high-powered beast for sure. But it should be a beast that's somewhat similar to what you've faced in practice yeah. with, with Nick and, right. and uh, the style day. against Mullen, exactly. See it so. every day. And that makes a big difference. But um, for Louisville, I know that they have had some guys um, declare for the draft. In fact, their top cornerback, yeah, the cornerback. Um, sure. is out for this ball game. And to me... Some of those, those are those little things that the casual fan doesn't pick up as a big deal, but that could be a bigger deal. Like if Lamar Jackson plays, you throw your whole game plan. Or if he doesn't play, you throw your whole game plan out the yeah. out the window. So that's a little bit different scenario. But losing your star corner yeah. when you're facing an offense that needs every advantage it can get, that's a big deal for it, Mississippi State. That's an advantage they need to take take or that's an opportunity they need to take advantage without of. Without question. You know, and especially when we've struggled outside. You know, when they put their second guy in, our guys match up a lot better with that second guy. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's a much better matchup for us. That certainly helps our receivers for yep. sure. Yep. yep. You got to think that our size at receiver is going to be what the focus is in terms of the passing game. We can't, you know, Knox is going to have to be simple, especially with Keaton Thompson. You're not going to air it out in, in in a lot of long situations or big play action, seven-step drop, you know, yep. type of throws. So, if they've got corners already out and we're running the ball, running the ball, you got to assume, or at least you got to hope, that the play is that intermediary passing with the big 6'6, 6'4, 6'5, 280-pound tight end slash receivers that we exactly that we have. And, you know, we keep forgetting we've got some pretty good running backs. Really good running backs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're not so, bad I mean, there. No, we're not. So I mean, I think that's uh that's gonna be a big load off of those guys outside. We yeah, got to be physical on offense. Is there a chip? Doesn't matter who calls our play. Is there right. a chip on the shoulder for the offense after the way the Ole Miss game was, especially in the backfield? Because you know, Aris had a quiet night uh, again in the Egg Bowl. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't great. Kylan Hill has been chomping at the bit. This might be his opportunity to really show out. Um, you know what? What do you? What's the mindset there? Well, you want to come out and be physical. That's just who we are as far as our, our team and our makeup. Now, it changes a little bit because we don't have Nick. Now, Thompson can run the ball well. Right. But he, he actually is more natural quarterback than Fitzgerald is. Thompson yeah. gets rid of the ball quicker than Fitzgerald does. He does. He does. And I, still has the legs, too. I kind yeah, of think he can. He just doesn't utilize Keaton, it. Keaton, to me, reminds me more of, of – I guess more of Russell in that he's going to throw first and stay in the pocket more at at the like that's what he wants to do and he he runs more like Dak in that he's not a he's not a get outside shifty like Nick is. Yeah, I mean, he's a good runner, but you know, Nick is a great runner. Yeah. Uh Thompson's a good runner. He's you know, like a Wayne Madkin Madkin ran just a little bit cuz he, he had, had to. to. He no. didn't want to run. No. Now Thompson's kind of in between he he does like running the ball, yeah. But he you know it's not his main thing. He's he's going to swing it, yeah. And uh, he does a good job with it. And, you know he's still young. I mean, heck, he's true fresh. Oh, he's going to be fun. But <laughs> he's but to be get really good to get all the bowl prep has been good. He's been in the offense all. He's going to be way ahead of somebody oh, if yeah. the starting quarterback was still starting. He got tossed in the fire in the egg bowl, yeah. and you know he t- had a couple of turnovers, but. You know, he he played well and got after it, and, and you know, and that's it, we were kind of. I think, I I think he had one early, 
you know, in the yeah. egg bowl, and then had one. I think it was forcing and trying to make a play, yeah. and you know, so I mean that happens. But it's yeah, I think he's going to be great. Oh, he's he's, you know, he's a great talent. Yeah, uh, to have those two, him and Fitzgerald next year, yeah. is phenomenal because you got you got one of the top quarterbacks really in the country in Fitzgerald, who's I think going into next year right now. Of course, we're not through with the bowls and all this, but I saw one service had Nick as the number six quarterback heading into 2018. Yeah. And uh, you have that and then back him up with Thompson. And and with the receivers coming in because one of those guys is going to stand out. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be fun. Man, I'm so – I was talking to somebody today about that. (laughs) No. I'm so excited about – You weren't. So excited about Malik Heath. (laughs) Oh, There's a lot of people excited about him. Heath, Jason, and Guidry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be uh, uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'll say they're all like they're all summer guys though, right? They're, nobody's yeah, early. the uh, Gidry is Gidry not early? Is uh, he early? I, I can't answer that I question. Thought, I thought he was, but I could be wrong. You know, he's coming from uh, junior college, so I thought he was maybe wrapping it up early, but I could be wrong. I know Moose Jalen Maiden was supposed to be early as well. But, that would be good if he but, could go ahead. I guarantee you, man, that's uh, that's a big leg up. Yeah, because yeah. Nick's gonna be limited in spring and just doing some passes. Yeah, you need you need to have another quarterback that's getting positive development, not just placeholder development. Right. Yeah. You know, somebody who you're like, all right, this kid's projected to play. Yeah. Obviously, you know, as opposed to a guy where you're like, hey, you're a great, great team player, but you're here in case something goes wrong. Make sure you're in the white room. Yeah. 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 For real. So it's gonna be uh, a good weekend. Yeah, I think we're going to get after it and play hard. Uh, there's no reason to not. Our guys should be laid back, and they should be. I mean, there's, there's a lot there's of things not a lot going of on, pressure. you know. But but still, there's a lot of things going on. But I think I think that's taking a back seat to because of the way the year ended. Oh yeah, you know. Um, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna play real really well, and I mean they're focused. I well, you got to be you excited because you well. You know the the egg bowl went went south, right? But then you have a chance to play against an elite player, and in a good program, and you you playing in a good bowl, and it's if you're a football player and and you got got some fire in you, you'll you'll come out ready to play yep. Saturday. Yep. You know, I know I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I'm, I'll be ready. <laughs> I will be too. I promise you. Promise you. What time is our game? 11. 11 Central. It's that yeah. early game. I'll be out of the deer stand. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, and I hope that the guys get up for that one. You know, it, it can be tough sometimes, those 11 o'clock games. Well, I mean, but, I know he's not there, but Dan said the kids love 11 o'clock games. Fair I mean, enough. You know, I mean, that's Well, what yeah, they got the rest to, of the day to go right, have go fun. Go and do. Yeah. 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 But it'll be, it'll be a challenge. Um, I, I guess I have a question for the former player. Um, what is there any truth to the idea that these guys will be motivated to show something to the new staff? Oh, there's no question. Yeah, I mean, it would be to me if I was playing. You know, we didn't, we weren't in that situation. But I guarantee you, I'd, I want to earn my spot. You know, I want to uh, make sure they know that I'm here and I'm here to stay. And, yeah, you, uh, you, you had better be, be, yeah fired up and ready to do something like that. And those that. guys can act like they're not there and all that. But I guarantee you they've, they've had more interaction with those kids than what they're kind of letting on. Sure. You know, they they've, they've, they've 
said that you know they're laying off, which they should. You know, I mean, they well, they can't walk into a situation and just take over. Like no, that. but but they they're walking around practice. Oh, I guarantee. Yeah. And watching and seeing and say, hey, hey, and, son, why don't you try? Uh, exactly. Why don't you try this? This will be a little easier for you. Exactly. And those kids are picking up on it. And they know they're there, and they know their eyeballs on them. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, so, it's a little motivation for those guys so to do that from on the, both sides. From the from the other perspective, how much weight do you put into this? month of experience that you get if you're coach moorhead how much weight do you put into the month of of eye to eye hand hand on experience that you've gotten to see versus the year of tape that they put together yeah i think it's more of a relationship building um kind of figuring out who's who what's what let them know what is expected of them from you as a coaching standpoint um you know here's what we like or whatever however it is however subtle or you know, or obvious it is. Um, they need to know what is going to be expected of them after all this is over, and they probably probably have let that be known. I would think, you know. Sure, and and one thing though that you can't get from game tape is how people are at practice. How do they practice and interaction yeah, with interacting others. interacting at practice right. like. Donald Gray, great personality, right. live at practice. Right. Of course, he's not going to be back. I'm just using him as yeah. an example. Willie Gay is a lot like Donald <clears throat> yeah. as a freshman. Yeah, Donald's yeah. live and, and loud and sings. And and then you got other people on defense that don't shut up at yeah. practice. Talk, talk, talk. They, they just yeah. constantly talk. Yeah. And the coach gets to see you know, how they practice, who who has that energy, who who is just quiet like Aries, just going about his work, he, doing his job. Mm-hmm. You know, and they also get thing. to see how to handle kids. You know, they watch the other coaches, the coaches that have been there. They watch how they handle certain guys, like a Montez Sweat or a Simmons or you know whatever kind of their attitude is. You know, do you force them? Do you get on them? Do you you know do you lay back and just you know kind of talk to them like a mama, or do you get on them like a daddy? Yeah, you know how are they responding when they they when don't do well at practice? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, how, how do they handle it? How do they come back? And I think it's great for those guys because they're going to kind of get a jump. You're not just jumping in cold and, yeah, you know, they're getting a little jump on things. I and, think they're using that. Yeah, and you have a lot better idea of going into spring practice of what you've right. got than had they come in, you know, three or four weeks later like some of these other coaches have. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they're getting a jump on everything. They can see what people can do. They can see their, you know, what they like to do, what they don't like to do. Yeah, like you know, Pruitt, Pruitt at Tennessee. Yeah. He has no idea what he has right on his team, basically, except what he sees on film. Until spring. And Until kinda... spring, and you know he gets to meet him a little bit and all that. But he's that not day. even hanging around him that much right, right. now because he's getting ready for recruiting and, and all that. Well, I uh, guess they're, they're dead, I guess, right now. But but uh, you're going to have to be it's only It's road. only dead for some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you wear red and blue, it's never dead. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, we got to jump on them, I think. You know, and it's, uh, I think they're utilizing that. Yeah, big I'm, advantage. I'm excited. I feel like this bowl game has been kind of under the under the radar. We kind of talked about that last week. Well, there's been, a, you know, I mean, you've got the Egg Bowl, number <laughs> one, and then you've got a new coach. So everybody's, there's two things yeah. that you're kind of, uh, and then, yeah, you're excited, so you're not even really, yeah, it kind of sneaks up on the you. The new coach is exciting, but it's also so passively exciting. You know, right. there's nothing, it's exciting for that brief moment, but then you're like, all right, well, there's nothing, there's nothing that he can no do tangible, right now. Yeah, yeah. How can I yeah. see right. improvement? How can right. I see it on, you know, there's nothing to do that with. Yeah. So uh, it'll be exciting. I, I think 
we've been to the Gator Bowl now three times in in this nine year stretch. Uh, we've won once, lost once. Should should have won both. I mean, we lost to an inferior Northwestern team. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, where we had you a, know we had a coach's di- disagreement at halftime over who should be the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but regardless of that, um, you know we're at a different level now than when we were eight or nine years ago. We expect to be at bowl games, and we expect to to play relatively well. And I think that Saturday, nobody really expects Mississippi State to play well. They're yeah. six-and-a-half-point dog, and that's a little disrespectful to Louisville, in my opinion. I think that if, if you're... If you look at a poll paper, yeah, it I, should be, yeah. You would think, think that but Vegas is good at what they do. Yeah, they are. They've taken my money plenty of times, and they'll continue to do that. <laughs> Not mine. Um, <laughs> and I'm a sucker for it. I love... Well, that's a whole different story. But, uh, well, a Degenerates podcast. Um, but and I'm not that one. This yeah, time. No, yeah, John, we're so proud of you. So proud of you. Thanks. You've grown up. Um, you'll be like the professor. Damn, I hate growing up. Yeah, let's go make a bad decision. It'll make you feel better. Um, but no, I think you know we. I I guess I'm hoping that we come out. We are what we should be, which is run first, run often, yes. and punch them in the face on defense. I don't know Ron English's style. I mean, he's not going to change it up from Grantham in terms of the play calling, but I don't know if he's aggressive or not as a person. You know, I don't know if I don't know if his defensive mindset is bring pressure or not. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. That how is they, something to watch to see because Petrino can't really prepare for that. He has no idea. Yeah, what, he has an idea of what we have been this year defensively and what we have, but there may be a new wrinkle or two. Yeah. Uh, something English likes to do that Grantham doesn't. Oh, I yeah. promise you, there better be. Yeah, I, you know that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so there scheme. I mean, scheme wise, it's going to look a lot similar. It's going. You're not really going to notice it, but it will be. You know, what's the percentage of blitz? Are we bringing pressure on third and six? Are we bringing pressure on first and ten? You know what I mean? That's kind of. I'm talking about on both sides of the ball. Oh yeah, yeah I, I I fully expect something new that Coach Moorhead likes to do that we have put in. I would be surprised. I would like you to think, see his fingerprint you, you on it. You think you'll see something? I, I would be shocked if I, we don't. I hope we see something different. If we don't, I'm going to be real disappointed. It's not like you have to put in a new offense. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about one yeah. one play, one yeah. RPO. Some wrinkle. Or, or something we already do done a different way. Exactly. A different formation. You come out and go the Wildcat. We've never done that. And put, you know, uh, uh, T, uh, what is it, the Keaton quarterback? Out, yeah, out, wide. out out wide and you know and do yeah, something different. Bring Jamal Peters it's, back in yeah. to hold the ball I mean, or something anything. like that. Anything. I just hope we see that. Yeah, I you know I don't know. I guess I would if you hadn't have just said that, I probably wouldn't have thought of that. I guess to me, I, I I take him at his word when he says he's not doing anything with the practices. Well, he doesn't have to. Yeah, he can be exactly. in the office with the quarterback coach who's oh, calling the plays. Oh, no, I don't mean it yeah. like that. I, yeah. I guess I just meant that I, I took it more of like a, he was just going to let Knox and English do their thing and in terms of like the actual game part. Well, he well, probably yeah, well, has. Well, I'm the, not talking about him instilling his will. And so I, I think you know the coach may have gone to and said, Coach, I, I like the way y'all did this. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what y'all did because I, I may look at putting that in in the bowl game. And so they sit down and talk ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and yeah. I understand that. I guess I would have. I was. I guess in my mind, I expect Knox to revert to 
the Dan Mullen yes man situation, which is going to be he's going to he's going to stick to what Dan's run for nine years and what he's run for nine years. Um, hopefully a little bit more run heavy, but I just I guess I didn't see maybe as much. Of oh, a, I'm I'm sure that's what we're going to see. Yeah, for seventy five, eighty, probably ninety percent of the time. Yeah, we're but, not going to swing it. We don't have anybody swing yeah. it too. Right. Yeah, but I, I expect to see some wrinkles on both sides. Yeah. I hope yeah, so. I mean, it's, I mean, I, oh, I hope they're not saying, let's just run the same thing. They can watch all the film all year, and they can pick out, you know, this tendency and that tendency. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. The, oh, what do you got to lose? This, let's these guys, these guys, this is their shot. Yeah, to, to do something exactly. So they, they finally get a little freedom. Yeah, you know, they, they're the 16 year old getting out of the house. Yeah, on Saturday night, or the parents are out of town. Yeah, and, I got uh, a keg at a house. Yeah, Go on. yeah, they they're they gonna throw a little party at the house. <laughs> yeah. Y'all gonna have to help me clean so up. Look. I I I would be shocked if we are exactly what we have been. I hope not. I, am I mean, I hope we're not. I just I guess I see Knox as as more of the sixteen year old who has a you know I don't know a study group session and then everybody goes home early when his parents are out of town. Yeah. You know, I mean, nah. just because he's put up the way he's handled it with Dan so many years, I just saw him. Well, he was you know falling into that mold. No, and handcuffed. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, yeah, that's not. You do what the well, boss tells you to you do. You can wish. You yeah, know, you can. Yeah, you can get paid or you can leave. I understand yeah. that too. So I do. And, and Dan I, was that guy. Yeah. No, I mean nobody <laughs> makes. Yeah, we don't. And I probably would be too. Yeah. If I well, was a head SEC football to, coach. Well, I, yeah. There's. I don't know the, if I would. To, to an extent, there is right. there is the mindset of like you're the one that gets fired. Not you. You know what I mean? Like if you lose, it's on it's you. It's me. not. Yeah. So there is, I, I, I get that. If you're not from the yeah. beginning of your career, surrounding yourself with the right people and building up yourself with people around you, then yeah, you get into that area where it's like, you can't trust anyone but yourself. And so you don't trust anyone but yourself. And so yeah. then you become what you become. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I hope we yeah. get, I do. I want to see wrinkles. I want to see some trick plays. I want to see bowl game football. Yep. Yeah. And that's you know, I expect. I do too. Do you, what do you what do you? How are you leaning score wise? Oh, I think we get beat by two touchdowns. Not uh, even close. No, I don't. We're not going to be ready because we're not. We don't have the coaching staffs. We uh we don't have the. I don't think we've had the prep time and and all that. I think there's been too much going on. Uh, now I don't know how geared up Louisville. I love calling them. Yeah, I do too. It's going to be geared up for it. But if Louisville is is hopped up and and really ready to go, I think they beat us two touchdowns. I'm uh, I, I'm not uh, that pessimistic. Agreed. Uh, I think it's going to be close for a while. Then I think Lamar may you know make some plays late, but I think it's going to be a lot like the Alabama game. I you know we'll have a chance at the end. I think, um, but I think with the. Uh, uh, experience that Lamar and those guys have on that side I think uh, you know that that will pull them over the top um but I'm I'm a Mississippi State fan <laughs> well and, and don't guess, stop <laughs> believing exactly. but see my thing is exactly. is we're better across the board at every position except for quarterback yeah in my opinion we no. match up we're not better than them at corner we're not better than them at receiver. We're better than their second string at corner. I don't think so. Not our receivers. No, I'm talking about versus their corner. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm saying like if if we match up that way, we don't. Our receivers don't have to be better than their second string quarter 
all day, every day. That's not the offense that we run. We just need them to be open. And I think body size-wise, they don't play. Louisville hasn't played size people the size of Mississippi State. Mm. I mean, look at... Well, they've played Florida State and Clemson. And Florida State's a train wreck. Clemson is who Clemson is. But they've had the top five recruiting class in the last five years. Yeah, they so you tell they me can't, they can't coach them. No, okay, now we're going to coaching. So which more recruit? We talking about Florida, coaching? You talking about Florida State? <laughs> Are you talking about Florida State? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Jimbo was disengaged yeah. the last two years. I mean, that's well, he's that's five years. I mean, he's well, had the guys for three years. Yeah, and they and they've years. been in the college football playoff. I mean, but well, they were good. Florida State would have been a lot better had they not lost their quarterback in game one. Exactly, but they year. did have some offensive line problems. They had also. some problems, yeah. and Jimbo defensively too. Jimbo again, like he recruits well, and he they were the best recruiter in that conference until Clemson recently has started to come up. But for for a while, Florida State owned recruiting in the ACC, and Jimbo had that advantage. But he didn't, you know, outside of Jameis Winston, his record at Florida State's not that good. If you if you go back and look no, at it's it, not. so um, Jameis Winston went like twenty five and two, you know, mm-hmm. twenty five and three, something like that. Squirrel. So, but <laughs> yeah, I know we got way off track. But my no, going back to to Louisville, I I guess to me, I I understand that their corners are good, but they they they've got their best corner sitting out, and I understand that our receivers aren't fantastic, but our receivers aren't required to be fantastic, not in this offense. Yeah, but they they still have to get out and get open, and we don't we don't do that very well. No, uh, so I, I think we're at a disadvantage there. Uh, now we should be physical with them and, and do a good job there, but but we're going to struggle covering their receivers. We don't win that matchup either. We are definitely not as good covering their receivers. Well, and I and I, then we've got Peters out I, for I, family I deal. We I mentioned that earlier about Peters in the Wildcat, but then I obviously forgot about that. He's had some tough. Oh, breaks. that's right. Yeah, yeah they they got had a family, family ordeal, pass away. So, so. He's, he's out, and that just puts a a. a not very good group. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Another man. That's going to be tough. Yeah. So well, we're going to have to control the ball, keep those guys there. Their offense, like you the said, the Alabama recipe. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Forty minutes of football offense. The one, the one we didn't see in the Egg Bowl. Yes. Yeah. When we should have more than anything. Yes. As soon as, I mean, Nick, as and soon it was as, more obvious in that game. Yeah. As to soon do as it, Nick it was went, I know. But no, we're going to come out uh, and swing. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Well, it is what it is. That game's. Long gone. I know it. But you know on. what's lot not long gone? What's that? The opportunity to win free stuff. No, oh, I know. Got to finish up here. Yeah. Go well, ahead. I mean, we want we want to let people have a good 2017 and into 2017, right? And get a swag bag. And get a swag bag, man. Yeah. I mean, I just it's got, I just text my boy. He said he's gonna hook me up. He's gonna hook you. So we've got some different stuff. We were in the works. We've got a. Signed copy of Flim Flam, which if you haven't read that book, um, it's the great American truth novel uh, depicting the fic- the uh, non-fictional story of how one university cheated their way to mediocrity. Um, Rose Bowl. So we got that signed copy. Fantastic. Um, we've got a custom cowbell from Year of the Cowbell, who is a loyal and uh, loving sponsor and we appreciate that and they make a great cowbell god they make such a good cowbell most of the most of the cowbells you hear in davis wade are from year of the cowbell 
Well, we our sponsors aren't crap. We, no, we don't allow sponsors to. They're good at what they do. Crap. That's exactly right. And they hooked us up with some sweet cowbells for Christmas, of which John, I totally left yours at my house, so I apologize. What? Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I don't know why I didn't think about it today. Um, <laughs> I guess I don't care about you, but that's, that's um, obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, you didn't shower today so I know. you definitely don't care about me this week <laughs> left that beard though this week look I wish we were on TV just so people could see how good I look right now no we can um, make that happen I got a face for radio no 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 no, no. we're trying to keep our, our listenership up not run them away that's right but no we we're got to get mauled at the mall yeah, squirrel <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we got the flim flam we got the cowbell we got a few other things coming from Jacksonville yep. From the Gator Bowl, as we will forever call it. Yeah. Um, yes. Tax. So the tax layer. Tax, I mean, tax I love flying taxes, but Gator you know. That's what they the ought to call Trump, the tax layer. Yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> Squirrel. All right, so. Um, <laughs> that was a possum. <laughs> yeah, good grief. Um, we're not going down that rabbit hole. Hey, uh, we've just named like five varmints at once. That was incredible analogies. We're from we're, the South. We're killing it today, guys. We're from the this, South. This podcast is awful. Um, it's just things we've seen dead on the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got, we'll throw in a few other things. Uh, we got some stuff up our sleeves, but um, how, guys, how what's the best way for them to uh, win this, this uh, prize? Follow us all. Follow us. You can follow me at John Bond one three one three at Elite Dog thirty four at thirteen underscore thirty four podcast on Twitter. Follow those three um, pod, Twitter Twitter handles, and uh, we will be tweeting out the uh, official swag bag entry tweet tomorrow. Uh, or I Maybe guess that's three times fast. today. Today <laughs> it, we're recording this on Thursday, but it'll air Friday. So. Um, it'll come out Friday, and uh, you'll have to be following those Twitter accounts and retweet the tweets that you see with the special swag bag hashtags, and uh, you will uh, you'll have a chance to win. Great! Your family can't win. What? No, Mary Beth. I know she's coming right, up let here. Let me text flashback. Get yeah. two swag bags. <laughs> yeah, we may need some more, man. People have been loving this stuff. Look, have you seen some of the things on Twitter? Side note, have you seen some of the Christmas gifts on Twitter? I haven't. For the Mississippi State stuff? Some of these videos. They're, they're much better oh, than they used to be. They're so funny, though. So one kid got a helmet signed by everyone on the team. Oh, I did see that. Beautiful helmet. Yeah. White helmet. And he you know, he picks it up and he's first there. He's pulling out like sweaters and stuff because that's how they packed it in the bag to like mail it or whatever. It's like, why am I getting a sweater? You know, this is like four sizes too big. They're like, keep going, keep going. He pulls the helmet out. He's like, wow. And he sees Nick's signature. He's like, this is the side that has to go out. You got to see Nick's signature. And that, I mean, I, you know, you still get people who do that to you. Sometimes. In, in the, in they're the mostly died off junction. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're 55 year old groupies. Yeah, they, they were hot once, not anymore. Um, no, they. Uh, but then the next one was even better. The kid gets a football and he opens it up, and he's like, "Oh wow!" And he's like, "Is that Joe Moorhead's signature?" And oh, they're like, "No, Dan. it's a D." <laughs> His name starts with D, and he's like, "Dan Mullen." Yeah. And it's just uh, the most deadpan face. Oh uh, yeah, it was awful. Oh, it was he, incredible. He got him another one though. Oh uh, yeah, they text, they tweeted Moorhead, and Moorhead was like, "Yeah, I'll send him one." But they got yeah, the whole, Big Joe's coming through. Somebody got yeah. the whole coaching staff, which is a great. I mean, and the thing is, is don't throw that ball away. That's still a great. Oh like, yeah. I mean, he's the most successful the coach. Transition. It was yeah in the transition. Yeah, but they got it before he yeah. left, and then yeah. he leaves. 
could have been his last. Golly. I know. It really, And I just cried. Laugh. I was sitting at home just laughing so hard at that. So hopefully that doesn't happen in our swag bag. We will have no Dan Mullen autographs. No. None of those. Or no. Scott Strickland. <laughs> no, or Scott Strickland. <laughs> None of that either. But uh, we'll or, have... Or John Hevesy. <laughs> yeah. Apparently you can catch John Hevesy. He was at some mall in a Florida Gators jersey over Christmas wearing his no. Florida Gators hoodie like in Mississippi. Uh, I was like, man, that's a bold move. I hope he gets bitten by an alligator. That's a bold move. A big one. I don't know. Yeah. Mullen said, apparently told a recruit, uh, you'd be better off in the Marines this summer than in our off-season conditioning program. Oh, what? A, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, back on Disrespecting the, the Marines. Is that why yeah. Florida's about 30th in recruiting? Yeah, exactly. Um, but back to the swag bag, because we want to stay on topic somewhat. What? A little bit. We never um, stay on topic. I'm really trying hard, guys. I promise. Listeners, they're getting better, I swear. <laughs> yeah, believe it. They were not. really awful. If go you back go, and listen to Go back and one. listen to August. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. miserable. Um, so as bad as we are now, we're not near as bad as we used to be. But um, no. So the swag bag, we're going to coach John. Y'all are going to come through with some more stuff. Yep. And, and yes. it's going to be a legit giveaway a big bag of stuff we talked about getting some tickets together with everything going on and it being in jacksville just seemed like it wasn't really the most useful use of sponsorship money um you know it's hard for people to take jacksonville tickets and get it you know that's kind of a hard giveaway if you don't if you're not expecting it if you're not planning that trip right you don't hard to do that yeah we're not sponsoring you with the hotel room you're not going to drive 14 hours to go and yeah. and uh yeah. some tickets it's only it's only 11 to jacksonville it's not yeah. that bad jacksonville's not too bad Ten for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. you still yeah. got that I red make it to you got that red Corvette. i can make it to val austin six and a half yeah it's about an hour and a half two hours so it's a little closer Man. than that dang john <laughs> don't it was the, black don't, don't let the drove, police know. i mostly drove at night oh man good grief <laughs> But uh, yeah, so follow along the the Twitter handles at John Bond thirteen thirteen at Elite Dog thirty four at thirteen underscore thirty four podcast on Twitter. That's all going to come out um, with this podcast as well. So you're going to have a chance to win, and we'll leave the the giveaway open for a few days until we record next week, and then we'll uh, we'll announce a winner. So that'll give you time to get in on that giveaway. So. I don't, you know, that's about it on my end. Anything else, guys? We got official. I, I know you think by two touchdowns we're going to lose. John, did you have an official I think it's going to be closer. We're going to have a shot at the end. It may be, you know, I mean, if you had if you had to put money on it, it's probably them by four. Okay. You know, three or four, I think. You know. I'm, I'm going with the upset. Go dogs. Are you? Well, you Hale, got to. Hale State by three. I'm going to be pulling for us. So I can guarantee you that. If, if we'll come out and be physical and right. play physical yeah. football. If, then, then we'll be there. we'll be in the game. Yeah. I just don't twenty seven twenty four. I just think we're gonna Mississippi State it up, especially with all the coaching changes. Oh, your, it's a mess. You, it's hush mess. your mouth. Hush your mouth. You don't say those words. Think that uh, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go thirty thirty three twenty. Louisville, wow. gross. I don't like that. Louisville, Louisville. <laughs> all right. Good. Well, that's that's all I got. Yeah. Well, we thank you for listening you, yeah. to another 13 and 34 podcast powered by Elite Dogs. Brought to you. Well, today, Bulldog, Bulldog Cab. Cab today. And, and then, 13 and 34 podcast. Or, excuse me, yeah. and Year of the Cowbell. Year of the Cowbell. Year of the Cowbell. Yeah. That's so, right. Uh, so, uh, Seminole Cowbell. Furniture as well has been a, a sponsor. 
and done a great job. So we appreciate those guys. And if you want to get in real quick, do some housekeeping. If you want to get in as a sponsor, we are revamping our spring sponsorship um, with basketball and baseball coming up. And you're going to want to be on the baseball yes. side of things because be we fun. are going to be in-depth on some baseball. We're going to have a lot of good stuff out there. And, and with this baseball team, women's basketball and baseball are the two programs you got to keep an eye on. They're going to win a natty. They're going to win a natty. They're thumping it's it. It's coming. It's coming. We're They're pretty thumping. good now. There it's no coming. Doubt about it. It's going to be good, man. So... But uh, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been a let's great year. Go Hope get to... another beer. Yeah, Hope. let's do it. Everybody have a merry New Year. Merry New Be Year. Stay Happy safe. Christmas. Yeah, all stay that safe. good stuff. That's right. If you're going to Jacksonville, you're too late. You should have left already. <laughs> <laughs> you better hustle. <laughs> Listen to this podcast on the way there. Put that John Bond speed on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's. Uh, we'll see you next year, 2018. Yep. Let's go get a beer. What's the one thing all state fans have in common? They love ringing their cowbell. That's right, here at the 13 and 34 podcast, we love the cowbell as well. And the only place we'll buy a cowbell from is the official cowbell of Mississippi State Athletics, Year of the Cowbell. That's right, www.yearofthecowbell.com is the only provider of the authentic Mississippi State cowbell you see each and every Saturday in Starkville. At Year of the Bell on Twitter, yearofthecowbell.com is the one-stop shop for your Mississippi State cowbell needs. What's up, guys? It's Peyton with the 13 and 34 podcast here. Are you needing something comfortable to kick back and watch the game in? Then look no further than Seminole Furniture, Mississippi's leading furniture manufacturer. They have sofas, love seats, and even recliners. Visit SeminoleFurn.com. That's S-M-I-N-O-L-E-F-U-R-N.com to locate a dealer near you. Whether the Bulldogs win or lose, everybody likes to have a good time in Stark Vegas. But when you have a good time, you have to be responsible. Who can help you be responsible? Bulldog Cab. Our friends over at Bulldog Cab have joined the 13 and 34 podcast family, and they want to make sure they take care of their family just like you do. So the next time you're out in Starville, whether you're in the district or downtown or all the way out, by Walmart, whatever your needs are, call Bulldog Cab 662-312-5003. Again, that's 662-312-5003 or Bulldog Cab on Twitter, BulldogCab.com. When you are in need of a safe ride home, contact Bulldog Cab in Starful. Thanks for listening to the 13 and 34 podcast. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at 13 underscore 34 podcast to stay up to date on the latest in Hell State athletics and some awesome giveaways.